Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, this is very exciting because we're going to recreate one of Fulzi's favorite segments, and that is the Wheel of Ball. Come one. Come, come all, all. For the Wheel. Of Ball. You like that sound? Does it make you miss Fonzie? It's my second favorite sound effect that we use. The first one is to the the beer cracking, the pip, the pop tops. Yeah, I I do agree with that. All right, Ron, let's talk about the Penguins. Are you feeling a little better about them today than you felt the last time we spoke, which was Friday at the Hall of Fame? Uh... A little tiny, tiny, tiny bit. They got three out of four points. They, you know, they lost the game on, you know, Friday night in Florida in the shootout, which is a point. And then, but they pulled it out uh, against Montreal. The Sid pass, incredible, but the power play still sucks. I mean, it, it, it just there's no other way to say it, Joe. Yeah. It just sucks. And I, I guess we'll have Jay on tomorrow. Uh, can talk about some of that. But, uh, I mean, they're still chasing points. It would have been a lot worse if they'd have lost that game the other night against Montreal. I guess in the context of them making the playoffs, I feel better than I did Friday. But I I didn't feel that badly. I mean, they're sitting here. There's only one team between them and the wild card spot, and that's the Islanders, who are faltering under Patrick Roy. And I know you like saying that. Wah. Patrick Wah. Patrick Wah. And they have games in hand on everybody here. They do. They've got three on Detroit. I think it's going to go right down to the wire for them to make the playoffs. I do think the Flyers are plummeting. They've lost five in a row. Carter Hart is gone. They got that whole controversy over them. They're not going to make the playoffs, the Flyers. In fact, they're going to plummet toward the basement. And I think it's going to be between the Wings Islanders, Penguins, and Devils for that, for two spots, really. See, Um, I think the Devils are going to get it together and and climb in the standings. I don't think unless they get a goalie. They They need a goalie. When's the trade deadline? I just looked at that the other day, March 8th, I believe. Yeah. I think they will, too, if they get a goalie. If not, I don't think. they're Both of their, listen to the the numbers for these stiffs. Vanacek, an 886 save percentage. Ron, you could get an 886 save percentage. And the other guy is also under 900 at 893, Schmid. And then they brought up this other kid or somehow got in there, Nico Dawes, and he stinks too. Three goalies under 900? 
Come on, Fitzgerald. What are you doing? They need somebody who's dependable. And that's all they need. I don't think they need a star, but they need someone who doesn't stink. I don't know what he's doing. And then uh, the other thing, Ron, is that the Penguins have been playing decently for a while now. Five on five, they've been playing pretty well all season. Why why don't they score? And I'm I'm not talking about the power play. I'm talking about the gap between their expected goals and the actual total. And I think that, you know, might sound very deep analytically. It's on great chances for the second straight year. There's this big gap between great chances and the actual goals they produce. Lack of finishers? Is that the problem here? I, 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 I don't, can't even begin to announce. How about what, the way they're, they're bad in three-on-three three in overtime? Well, what about that specific problem? Uh, they're not- Why can't they finish good, great scoring chances? They should have 33 more goals, according to the numbers, and they had the same problem last year. And I guess a big problem there is the power play because – no, like the other night, I thought it looked okay, but they couldn't finish. What are they, 30th in the league, 29th in the league? They couldn't With all those Hall finish. of Famers? Nelly? I don't know. Well, I don't, one, one more thing. I think it's worth mentioning again, Sid's pass. Where do you put that on his pass list? Very Backhanded, uh, a, a blind backhand pass right on Gensel's stick. That's one, the, that's one of the greatest passes I've ever seen him make it. I mean, there's been so many. I don't know that I could put together a top 10 list, but I would have to think that would have to be on it. Put it this way. When he goes to the Hall of Fame, that would be one of the clips I would choose. Oh. Even Gensel, who says nothing ever, said it was one of the best, one of the best he's given me. He, he said, when did you know you were getting it? He goes, when it hit my stick. I mean, uh, it just hit my tape. Phenomenal. Just amazing. What he's doing at his age still, um, literally to me, carrying that team to even have them in any kind of playoff conversation. Nelly? It's a nice sound, isn't it, Ron? It's beautiful. Well, our friend Sully actually had the cojones to split up the power play, and it looked to me like Gino and Carlson got demoted, Ron. I give him credit for that. Might be too little too late. It's definitely late, but at least he did it. Yeah, I mean, I and I think Malkin even talked about that. I don't know if Rossi had the story or something saying, it's okay, we know changes had to be made because basically said we stink on the power play. Yeah. And he, and I mean, he's the guy whose ego you worry about. And, you know, for at least he said that publicly. I don't know if that's what he believes. But uh, they couldn't just keep going like they were going. Crosby, Gensel, Rust, Pustinen. And Latang on the top unit, Gino, Carlson, Carl Eller, Raquel, and Jeff Carter on the second unit. Uh, you know, I thought the first unit actually looked pretty good, but didn't finish. You think that you think he stays with that? To me, uh, that's the key. If you're going to make a change like this, forget about the cosmetic change or the one game change. Let people know this is the way we're doing this for a while. And see, it can't Things get any worse. It can't get any worse. Yeah. It can't get any worse. Do you think he will stick with it? Uh, you know, now there's, they don't play again until a week from tomorrow. I would hope he does. Me Although too. it wasn't, they did have some chances the other day, but they didn't finish again. You mentioned Eller. How about him? Thousand games. Did you know he's the first Danish born player to get a thousand games in the NHL? Yes. That is a lot of games. 
That is a milestone game. And they had a nice little... And, uh, and you know what? And then everybody booed when Wilson and Ovechkin delivered congratulatory messages. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I've talked to him a couple times after games. Nice man. Unbelievable. And I, I think it was Hathorne who told me, go to him. It was after one of their losses where, you know, how most of those guys disappear. And he was there and, and, and Jeff said, if you didn't know that he wasn't the captain of the team, you would think he was the captain of the team. Yeah. One of the best, most insightful guys. And I've talked to him twice. I'm just saying in those brief times, uh, couldn't have been more impressed with him. I'm not sure that Carlson getting demoted isn't the bigger bigger story than Gino. Gino's not making $11 million a year. And, and, and you know, the, the huge off-season acquisition here. Carlson just hasn't been very good on the power play and not great and overall. He, and he's and he just gives up so many defensive chances. You knew that was coming, you though. You knew. You did know that. We talked about that the day he signed, right, that he's going to drive Sully crazy. Yes. Sully's going to love the offense, but it's going to drive him crazy with the breakdowns on defense. He's already had enough guys driving him crazy for years without adding a <laughs> third sure unless he's delivering big on offense. And, Ron, last Penguins question. All this time and the answer in three-on-three three was the teacher's Pedersen, huh? How about that? I think that guy's had a really strong year. You keep him out there, don't you? Give him more shots on three-on-three. I, three. I think he has had a – I mean, I think he's just been overall their best defenseman, and I think Latang's been really good. I just think Pedersen is so solid. Would you play him more in three-on-three? Three? I wouldn't uh, shy away from yeah, it. Yeah, I know, but still, do you put him out there instead of a Latang or a Carlson? I don't know. Why not? Uh, I don't know how many times he's going to score on that shot. Maybe he'll prevent it. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, I would. My God, the way they've been three-on-three, three, anybody who does anything positive I, should be out there. I, I, I mean, I hear you. And same thing with the power play. Nelly? Yeah, an unfortunate video circulating of uh, Ravens fans torturing Taylor Swift after the game. You're the blank that caused this, blank you, all this stuff. It's, oh, it's just ridiculous. Man. She says, I didn't do anything to them. Uh, while she's walking past them, she's like, I didn't do anything. And then even during the game, uh, it was a bad call or a bad no call in the end zone on that Lamar pick. Clearly interference, I thought, way before the throw. And there were a couple other questionable calls. So then it becomes... The league wants Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl, and therefore they're cheating in favor of the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs can get to the Super Bowl without her help, Ron. They I, seem I, to I do, do it too. all the time. You know, what I, has she done wrong? I just, yeah, I mean, she has a boyfriend and she's supporting him. Uh, you know, people are sick. They're just absolutely sick. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I've said that. I, I, I wouldn't watch if she was out in the parking lot necessarily. I understand she's the biggest thing going right now. But, you know, to be abusive like that is just ridiculous. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Pathetic. Just ridiculous. And I also think, you know, she's not just sitting up there like, you know, she's in Jerry Jones's luxury suite. She's a fan. She's into it. She's into what, it. What's she done wrong? Nothing. Into it. Next, Did Nellie. you see Andy Reid point to her from the podium? Did he? Yeah. She, he, he was up there pointing, and she pointed back at him. It was kind of a cool exchange. Next, Nelly. Tony Romo, I thought, calmed down a little bit yesterday. Uh, maybe my most regretted column of my whole career, certainly in the top five, is about five years ago, like everything else. <laughs> I wrote that Tony Romo is the greatest analyst of all time, and I believed it at the time. And since then, this guy has just lost it. Yeah, like he sounds, he sounds drunk on the broadcast. That's what it sounds like. And then yesterday, he took all kinds of heat. Do you have this clip, Nelly? This was when Lamar caught his own pass. Motion of the game. He should have one score. Second and five. Ball batted up into the air and caught by Jack. He caught his own pass. That's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. This is intercepted 100% by the Chiefs' read. And Lamar uses the instincts, the God-given gifts, the awareness to go beat him to the punt <laughs> and makes one of the greatest plays It was the 100% run. This is intercepted 100%. Game. Although now that I hear it, Nelly, I think he meant on that play it's intercepted. Like like it was ready to be intercepted, right, and he right. snatched it out. So I don't blame him on that play. I don't know that I'd call it the, one of the greatest plays I've ever seen either. It was really, really, really good. I don't know that I'd go quite that far. It was a pretty good play, though. It was a pretty good play. And I I've wanna, never I seen a quarterback come, sprint for You know, I like hate that. to do this. I hate to come to your defense. You know, yeah. you know that. Because yeah. I love to disagree with you. Five years ago, that was not an outrageous opinion. He was. He remember his first year. He called which every, opinion? Oh, I know. About Romo, Romo. Yeah. He called every play. And then they ahead told of, him to stop. He called every play ahead of time, and I think your opinion back then was absolutely reasonable. Now I've been told he doesn't put in the homework time that he used to, um, but I doesn't talk to the coaches as much as he used to. But I, I think your opinion back then, about five years ago, was right on. I don't know what happened to him, but the more I don't, the, I don't like listening to you know. I say this: Where do you come down on Collinsworth? Mm, I like Collinsworth. He's okay. I would much rather listen to Collinsworth. I know that's not a popular. I get these calls. Oh, he hates the Steelers. I mean, you know, he might say one bad thing about the Steelers. That's, yeah, that's what that's they ridiculous. remember. He doesn't hate the Steelers. Everybody thinks every announcer yeah, hates their because team. Uh, you know they could say not. It's like what we do. You write ninety nine positive things about somebody, and you write one negative, that person look, oh, you're against me, you know? Right. And it's the same thing. I think Collinsworth, I think he's tremendous. That's just my opinion. He grates on me. His his son, what's his name? Jack? What's the Collinsworth kid? Nelly? Anybody? 
A little nepotism never hurts, right? Well, I don't know what it is. All I know is I never see that guy except in pregame on the Sunday night games. I've never seen him in any other venue ever do anything. Does he just pop in for the Sunday night game? Oh, I thought he does games. He does? At some point. Maybe not. I don't know that I, I can't ever remember seeing him, but. His name is Jack Collinsworth. Yeah, Jack. That's what I thought. You've seen him do a game? I thought I did. Maybe not. Does he do games? Collinsworth now? serves as the play-by-play announcer for the USFL Notre Dame football on NBC and Atlantic 10 Conference men's basketball, according to his Wikipedia. Additionally, he co-hosts NBC's Football Night in America. Okay, that's, that's what you're where saying. I see him. I've never seen him in another venue, but that's an aside. Nepotism helps, and you know how many how many bucks are there out there? You know, Joe Buck. Bu- oh I, yeah, I, I think his son didn't his daughter do something. I mean. I don't know. There's a lot of little nepotism in that business. I used to take deer kills at the uh, Valley News Dispatch, Ron. It would be like a 10-point buck. I thought that's what you meant. How many bucks are out there? <laughs> Five-point buck. That, I took that in hole-in-ones, never knowing I would be a golfer in my uh, life. Did you? Uh, now there's stories out there that Belichick is going to be in a studio next year. How do you think he'd do? Incredible. I saw him on that uh, NFL 100 anniversary team, and he's just a totally different guy when he's relaxed um, and not under that kind of pressure and not being a jackass during post games and things like that. Just totally different guy. I think he'll be tremendous. Somebody suggested him and Nick Saban could do their version of Peyton and Eli. (laughs) Can you imagine (laughs) that? (laughs) Belichick and Saban breaking down games together? That would be great. Um Belichick, you know, now, did I read, is Brady's going to take over for Greg Olson next year? What do you think of Olson? I think he's pretty good. Um, see, I, I'm not as big a fan of him. No? I, I, Just par- his style, his yeah, voice? Yeah, what? Yeah. I, maybe all of the above. But in, I think Brady's supposed to take that slot. I think Brady's going to be great if if he can find it within him. To be to critical. Be, to be critical. It doesn't mean, like, shredding people. But if you're not going to be that, then... People won't take you seriously. You have to be able to do that. I think he will. I think he's going to be good. I just can't believe Belichick's not going to get a job. Nelly? There we go. You think Folsey's listening, Ron? No, he's working on his new job. Michael Strahan, I mentioned it earlier, this story in the New York Post earned poor reviews, particularly from 49ers fans, from his first time hosting the on-field celebration. Uh, He cited the wrong score while asking Kyle Shanahan about the comeback. That's not a good one. He said that uh, Christian McCaffrey was drafted and not signed, or the other way around. I don't know which one. And he also awkwardly did not interview 49ers legend and Hall of Famer Joe Montana. Uh, He was filling in for Bradshaw, who's sick, so give him a break. But still, he handed the the NFC Championship trophy to Montana and made it seem like he would interview him. And then Montana was just standing there with the trophy. And then he said, go ahead and pass. He said, go ahead, Joe, and pass that along to Jed. And that was it. And little Joe Montana was just now, standing there, Ron. I, I got to ask, ask this question. My first thought. Yes. Is that his fault or somebody in his ear saying, move this Good along? Good question. I, Fair I mean, question. If somebody in his ear saying, uh, Michael, you got to ask Joe a question or ask him this. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. maybe he's not used to that. You know, those guys have people, they tell me, talking in their ear all the time. Yeah. 
And I got kind of like Nelly talking in our ear. I got to think that somebody screwed that up in the truck, not him. That's my feel. Perhaps, perhaps. And I, like I said, I give him a break because he was a last second fill. I wondered, I, I didn't see Bradshaw. Is he sick? That's not, he's had some health issues, man. I hope it's nothing. But it didn't go well. Let's just put it that way. And and the awkward sight of, of Joe Montana, of all people, just standing there like a prop was very uncomfortable. Like the rest of us, he has aged, hasn't he? Yeah. We all age except you, Joe. You look better now than you did 20 years ago. We all age, Ron. I think, and it does Montana, I don't know. He doesn't, he looks like Joe Montana. I thought he looked, I, I didn't think he looked good. No? No. Like sick? No, just, I, I don't know. I can't. Dan Marino, the last time I saw him, didn't look good either. But that's just me. You look good, Ron. No, I know better than that. I have a mirror <laughs> right in my bathroom. <laughs> I look at it every morning and I know the harsh truth and that ain't it. One more, Nelly. You mentioned this one, Ron. When it was time to hire a basketball coach, Pitt, uh, did they interview Dan Hurley? Oh, I think they wanted him, yeah. And he wound up I think he was their UConn. first choice. And since he went to UConn, he's won a national title, and now they're number one in the country. Did they beat Xavier by like 40 points yesterday? That's Sean Miller's team, right? Isn't Sean at Xavier now? I believe so. Capel had a bounce back year last year, but man, it doesn't look good for this year. They well, fought back the other day, but fighting back don't count. Horseshoes and hand grenades. They right? got to they got to win here, and it's getting late, early in their well, ACC schedule. Didn't we have schedule. on? Uh, what do you call Noah Hiles? The Noah Constrictor. We had him on, and he goes, "They have twelve games left." He said, "For them to be a serious NC two A team, eleven and one." 10 and 2 maybe down yeah. the stretch. Well, now they're well, 0 and 1. Now they're 0 and 1. They still got to play like NC State at Virginia. Not that any of these teams other than Duke and Carolina are any good, but it neither is Pitt, unfortunately. I mean, you'd like to say, "Oh, they got some young guys. They'll build." Is there any such thing in college hoops yeah, anymore? There guys go to the NBA, on. guys go to the transfer portal, this and that. They'll lose hints in it. No, nothing's going to be this. It's a one year at a time. And this year ain't going well. They're underachieving. Man, Connecticut's good. All right. But I guess they got a little more NIL money to deal with than Pitt does. Yeah, that's no excuse. Uh, Pitt should be better this year, honestly. They've got – I don't think they're playing up to their talent level, in my not-so-humble opinion. That's not a good reflection on the man in charge. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.